Hey, welcome back to the Second Place Church Second Podcast, where we are crazy passionate about inspiring and empowering you to pursue putting Jesus, home, and others first in your life. We know that your life can change, you belong, and most of all, your story matters. If you're new with us, we release a new second podcast every week, and if this is helpful to you, we would really like it if you could share with all your friends, head on over to iTunes and rate it, and then even start sharing it on your social media. That would be so helpful to us, and we would really appreciate it to get that visibility. If you'd like more information about Second Place Church, you can head on over to our website. That's secondplacechurch.com, all spelled out, no numbers. That site will open you up to everything happening at Second Place, including our most latest sermons that you can hear that correlate to this podcast that we're about to do. My name is AP, and I'm here with a special guest, Tori Perez, who... uh, like she was saying before we started recording, I don't know if we've ever actually met in person, but she goes to second place. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you very much for joining. Uh, you did say you listen to the podcast, right? Yeah, I do listen to the pod. Um, actually, um, before I started physically a- attending, um, the sermons that were posted were actually really a good resource for me. So it's kind of part of my connection point to second place. Good. Um, I'm really happy to yeah. hear that. Yeah, maybe since like 2016. I don't know how long you've been doing like the actual like commentary, but uh, yeah, it's been a good thing. Good. Yeah, I actually kind of took a break in 2017. Lots of uh, enormous life changes, we'll say, were going on. Um, but yeah, we've been doing it for a few years now, surprisingly. We're almost the episode 100. This is episode 95. Hopefully we'll do something special for the 100th episode and, uh, you know, make someone happy. But I was kind of wondering, since you said you have been listening to the podcast and even the sermons and stuff, what do you, this is a shameless plug just to try and talk this podcast up, what do you enjoy most about the podcast that, the commentary podcast that we do? Oh, man. Well, um, it's kind of... uh refreshing i would say i i think there's just like an allowance to like be who you are and get distracted and go down rabbit holes i guess um and it's kind of cool and then you guys bring it back and uh talk about the sermon and and make it kind of more relevant or get people like thinking and processing the message so um and just getting different input from different guests is uh kind of a neat thing different perspectives yeah that's really good to hear and i and i really appreciate that it's nice to know that we're honestly accomplishing our goal that uh that makes me kind of happy now you said that you started getting plugged in with second place via the podcast especially joe's joe's messages which i'm really happy to hear that we are actually impacting lives how did you actually end up at second place you know like who introduced you or who brought you or anything or told told you about us yeah, so shout out to my friend Alex Smith, who's down in Florida. Um, she had started attending second place, and I think she said something along the lines of like, uh, hey, you know, this place is like actually making me want to be a good person. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. cool. And uh, she wasn't someone that I viewed as like super churchy, you know, and uh and I was like, well, let me go check it out with you. So that was like 2015, I want to say. Uh, 
So I I checked out a service or two with her, and then she ended up moving to Florida. So I was like, ah, I don't want to go alone, you know. Um, so, uh, yeah, I uh, regretfully say that I stopped attending any kind of church for several years. Um, I did kind of visit when I had a, another friend attending um, a few times and then just stopped going. So, yeah, I had a lot of, like, barriers to, like, physically attending church, um, but... Yeah, God's been really opening doors and working on that, and uh, I've been attending physically since July, and it's just been really awesome. Good. I'm re- I'm really happy to yeah. hear that. Um, yeah. When I I I think we might have met in our in our growth group, which mind you, what says in, what's said in our growth group stays in our growth group, so we're not going to discuss any of that here. But I think I, that I might have met you, and I I actually thought that you were a college student. Now you're actually. You're actually not. You're all done with college, and you, you're a athletic trainer or coach or something. Yeah, I'm the uh, certified athletic trainer at Governor State, and um, I get confused for college kid almost every day. So I'll take that. I won't disclose my age, but I am not fresh out of college. So you're like 112 or something then, right? Yeah, plus or minus five years. Oh, okay. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Well, you you look phenomenal for your age then. That's good. Um, I guess we'll uh, let you know. Let's just jump right into the uh, the more mainstream stuff of this podcast here. What are you into? I am into the musical stylings of Lauren Hill. <laughs> uh, I no, don't know I, if I've ever I listened don't... to Lauren Hill. Granted, I'm into heavy metal, but, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. She's uh, got this album. It's a throwback from 1998 called The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. And um, it's very, like, soulful music. Um, but, yeah, I just uh, we just started an FCA group um, unofficially, and we're running Alpha through it. And so if you know much about Alpha, we're trying to find some, some good tunes that aren't necessarily... <laughs> churchy tunes you know so stumbled reintroduced myself to lauren hill so i'm i'm digging digging that i also uh picked up on uh andy menio who i think i shared one of his songs with you but he's a christian rapper who's just like very lyrically talented and uh i enjoy his stuff so yeah that's what i'm into when i'm not working and running around like a crazy person yeah Speaking of running around like a crazy person, I'm kind of curious. And being the, uh, the the athletic trainer there, do do you travel a lot like for the teams then, or how exactly does that work? Yeah. So uh, being really the only one that's here currently, I'm I've been contracted the past two years, so uh, independently get a lot of like freedom and what I do and don't do. At the same time, there's a big workload to cover just between myself. Um, so uh, majority of the time I have to stay put to cover practices and workouts and treatments. Um, and I can't travel a whole lot. Um, but I would say like this year, somewhere around 30% of away games I've tried to make it to. Um, now I don't travel so much with cross country or golf, but definitely uh, men's and women's basketball and volleyball. So I, I did make it out to one cross country meet this year. Huh. Yeah. It's pretty cool. 
Um, yeah. Do you have uh, one of my buddies is a gym teacher. Do you have a degree in what is it? Kinesiology or is it something else? Um, it's very similar. Um, the degree is athletic training. And, um, so once you, so I went to Olivet Nazarene, got my four year, um, undergrad bachelor's in athletic training. And at that point was able to sit for my board exam. Um, passed that, got licensed in the state of Wisconsin, uh, worked in Madison for a year and then kind of came back down to Indiana, worked there for, oh, three, four years. And, uh, now I'm over here at Governor's State. So I've been licensed in three st- states, but uh, they just switched the uh, program to master's entry level. So I'm like grandfathered in uh, with that. But if you want to pursue a degree in uh, athletic training, shameless plug, but it's an awesome profession. And we could use a lot of awesome people that are like sports minded and, you know, want to help people. Uh, but it will take six years to accomplish that. Wow. That's, yeah. uh, uh, I understand. I actually have three different degrees, uh, associates, bachelor's and master's. So, uh, I, I definitely hear you there on the amount of schooling, but that's really cool. It's, uh, it's good to know that like that particular sector is needed. Cause, um, my, my buddy, that's uh that's a gym teacher. Um, most gym, you know, most like gyms where you get a membership at and most schools only want to have one actual kinesiologist on staff and everybody else is like, uh, personal trainer certificate out of school. Like they, they just don't, they want to find super unqualified people, not pay them and only have one person that's actually qualified. So it's kind of hard to find a job in that area from what I hear. But, uh, yeah, it sounds like what you're doing is exciting. That's good. Yeah. It's a very active, uh, profession where you have to get kind of politically invested because we have come such a far way where it was kind of like anything goes, but now, 49 out of 50 states um, recognize athletic trainers um, with through their licensure process. And when you don't have that, um, what can happen is what you're talking about, where they kind of like lowball people and get the unqualified people to do the job of what the professional should be doing and getting paid for. So, um, yeah, it's come a long way, and uh, it's maybe the best time to jump into the profession, in all honesty. So, um yeah, it's pretty cool. Nice. I, I would imagine it's kind of important if people that are actually qualified know what they're saying so that you're not like, I don't know, having somebody rip their Achilles tendon or something along those lines. Physical health sounds kind of important. Yeah, and I mean, a large part of it is like prevention of injury, um, but we can't, you know, prevent everything. So we got to deal with what happens. That could be anything from sudden cardiac arrest to a sprained pinky. So. You know, um, I understand the sudden cardiac arrest thing. I, I'm huge on freestyle BMX, which is actually like my what are you into right now. I'm actually trying to figure out how to design uh, my own frame, have a prototype built, and see if I can start my own bike company. But um, nice. when I was I was actually just telling this to my fiance this past weekend because uh, she's a um, heart failure nurse. Uh, well, specifically mm. heart failure nurse navigator. Um, and... Uh, it, so there's this dude that I knew named John when I was like 15, 16. Um, I'd be out riding and I'd, I'd, we'd, my friends and I would just randomly see him and we'd hang out with him and stuff. And he disappeared for like a year at one point. And then we found him again because um, we, we lived like nowhere near 
each other. We were like five miles apart, which on a bike is kind of far, especially when you're a teenager. Um, But yeah, we found him again. We were like, dude, what happened to you? He's like, um, he was at the skate park and um, he fell. And the way he hit the pavement caused his heart to have an arrhythmia, which uh, instigated a cardiac arrest and a heart attack. He was 16 and had a heart attack and had to have a pacemaker put in. And he yeah. perm- like, so he's like, I- I'm a kid. I'm not going to, I'm not going to not ride my bike, you know? So he had to wear a, uh, you know, he had, he had the pacemaker and he had, had to wear a chest protector at all times too. Mm. Um, yeah, that was just like, I don't know, that freaks me out a little. <laughs> yeah, Komodo Cordis. Oh, that, that's what that's called? So, yeah, in a younger, um, adolescence is he kind of like a skinnier guy yeah he was he was skinnier yeah yeah so the chest plate isn't completely developed and uh so when you're struck in the chest or like hit the ground hard um yeah it can actually stop an individual's heart so it's really common in that younger population um a lot Ugh. of times uh with baseball there's needs to be a bigger push for like more chest protection for everyone because just a, a a rye ball or a wild pitch could stop someone's heart so yeah there's a need for protection and then also just like getting the word out there for aeds to be used um and in on location at at these types of places but i'm glad that he made it through that's yeah, me, me too. Uh, from that day on, he had joined the Zipper Club for obvious reasons, and um, we called him Heart Attack John. We, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying that we weren't terrible kids, but uh, yeah, he, he he was proud of the fact that he was Heart Attack John and lived through it. It was kind of kind of incredible. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, it really is. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about this this past weekend's message. Joe was talking uh, about. Abraham, Sarah, and Hagar, for those that don't know the story, Abraham and Sarah were trying to conceive, and I think it was Sarah wasn't able to because of her age, so she gave the um, her servant Hagar to Abraham uh, as a concubine so that he could have a child with her. Sarah didn't take too kindly of the decision that she made herself. Hagar leaves. And God actually, um, I don't want to say confronts, but, but God, uh, God decides to, uh, cross her path, we'll say, while she's out. I know you said that you, you were there, you were able to hear the message. Uh, let's go ahead and start with, what are your thoughts on the message, and what'd you, what did you get out of it? Oh, man, I listened to it twice, so I actually got maybe a couple different things out of it. Sweet. Uh, yeah, I... <laughs> I just stayed, outstayed my welcome. No, I don't know. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, uh, man, just kind of God meeting you where you're at, even when uh, maybe you didn't initiate the relationship or you never heard from God once in your life. <laughs> um, and just, like, God seeing you, you know, um, kind of when uh, – Hagar uh, ran off into the wilderness. Uh, yeah, just cool. Like, completely lost. Don't know where to go next, and God showed up. Yeah. So, I don't know if that's, like, a great thought, but 
or conversation. Oh, no, I, I I know what you mean. I um, last night was our growth group, and uh, I won't share what anybody else shared. You know, out of respect to them, but what I shared in in my own life, um, you know, I'm I'm not a I'm not a concubine or anything, obviously, and I'm not bearing somebody else's child, mostly because I'm a guy. But mm. I was thinking about how Hagar is in this miserable situation truly miserable for her i can see why she was done and just wanted wanted to peace out so she leaves she's looking for something better and frankly i think that so many people in america are looking for something better than than what they have um and it's a spiritual issue i mean if you have a roof over your head and clothes in your back and food on your plate but you don't have any friends then what is what's the point of all those things you know so yeah. As as the concubine of Abraham, I'm sure that she was very well taken care of, but she's constantly under persecution from this person that genuinely doesn't like her, even though it's not her fault. And I, and that's why that's why I use the word persecution there. So she leaves, and God intercedes in her life after she leaves. And so, to my understanding, what we were talking about is the first question that's there is. Well, where are you coming from? And so we kind of discussed that. I didn't really share all that much on that last night because, uh, I don't know, I just didn't want to. But mm. So he first asked her that. But then he asked her, well, where are you going? And I think that that is a very good contrast of even where, um, like, I'm at in my career of, where are you going? I don't know, but this sucks, and I'm looking for something better, guys. I'm looking for something more fulfilling. I'm looking... For- yeah, I, I do have a good job. I just don't necessarily find it exciting all the time. I do my job no matter what because, yeah, that's what they hired me to do. But right. they, it's just, it, she, she knows, look, there's something better for me out there. And I'm going to go into the wilderness, into the unknown to try and find it. Because going into this unknown is better than what I got right now. And I know it. And I think that that's where a lot of people are at spiritually. They're they're trying they're, they're genuinely searching for something better, and they're like, "Look, I don't know what's better, but I know that this sucks, and I just don't know what to do. So I'm just gonna go out and try anything." Hmm. Yeah. 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 Been so, there, done that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's a that's a whole word right there. I think um, you know, I don't know if it was last couple of weeks, but Joe had said, you know, you're either coming out of a storm or in a storm or headed into a storm. Yeah. And uh where do you go from there? But, you know, sometimes in the storm it it's very uncomfortable. <laughs> you would rather seek shelter or you know, but uh yeah. If you just come to the realization where God's with you, it's the, you know, storm's not so bad, but mm-hmm. life gets messy. Oh, it, uh, it, it sure does. And, uh, and, uh, I've had, I've had a lot of discussions like that with a lot of friends lately and, uh, I definitely sympathize for them, but yeah, yeah, definitely. It's, it's just really interesting of how, uh. I don't know. So, sometimes I just think it's okay where, uh, like like in Hagar's case, like, where are you going? I don't know, but I'm out of here. Oh, okay. And it, it seems like God's response there is like, oh, can I come with? Can I guide you? 
Hmm. And uh, I think that that's, I don't know, I think that that's where I'm at in, in my career right now. Like, I do, I do have a good job, but I just, uh, I guess it's just not as fulfilling as one might have expected it to be. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I think it's cool where he asked, you know, where are you going? But then also ended up answering that question for her. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. I um, I we we didn't discuss that far into it. The part where uh, he actually answers it for her. Do do you by any chance uh, remember how he answers for her? I I don't remember. Um, boy, you know what? I'm just gonna paraphrase things, and I'm probably gonna be wrong. So we can have a discussion about that. That's okay. This. But uh, essentially, he said, you know. Uh, Go back to where you came from. You're going to be like a, a mother to the nations. Um, that she would be blessed with that, with uh, the family, I guess. So, like, similar to, you know, Abraham being told that he's going to be the father to many nations. Um, now she's like part of that picture. Yeah, and yes. When she was thinking, there's no way I'm part of that picture. Yeah. So it's like a redemption story. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I totally forgot about that because um, once uh, it was before all of this that God said to Sarah that um, she'll be the, you know, the part of the mother of these nations. And she literally laughed at God and God was like, uh, excuse me? <laughs> Ugh. I wouldn't want to make that guy mad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think he probably saw it coming, though, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, we... I, uh, what is it? I, I can't remember I was discussing it, but um, I think it might have been on the podcast. And, uh, yeah, Emma Kanabi was on, and uh, it, it was pretty... She, I liked what she was saying of her point of um, whenever God confronts somebody, he like like Adam and Eve in the... I think she used the example of Adam and Eve in the garden. Um, he... He comes out and says, Adam and Eve, where are you? Well, he already knows the answer, you know? Yeah. So, like you said, God's going to say to her, you're going to be the mother of many nations, and she's going to laugh. He knows that she's going to laugh. That's a, that's a, that's a really good point. Um, and, it, and I think the, the big moral of the story that I'm collecting here is she's out. God, God, um, God intervenes in her life and speaks to her and says, you know, head on back. It, I... I think a lot of people need to hear that part of go ahead and head on back because um, I, I've heard it described in movies uh, or heard, heard this described about movies. What, what type of movies do, do people want to see? The ones where the underdog overcomes or the ones where um, there's, there's no hardship, there's nothing to overcome, they just coast. Like, I don't know, if we, if we were to just watch like a day in the life of AP, he goes to work, goes home, eats dinner, and goes to bed. That's going to be a terrible movie. Nobody's going to want to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, it might be a great movie, you know, because God's in the little things, you know, you highlight that. But, That's true. Um, yeah, I was actually just thinking about my life as a movie. It would look something like the worst imaginable like horror film. 
But then also, like, what if God was in the middle of it all and no one actually, like, got terribly harmed, you know, and there was some redemption happening, happy ending, um, you know, and then maybe, like, a trilogy of, like, better things to come. But, uh, yeah, that was an interesting thought. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, I I think that's why uh, what makes... Side note, I'm sorry for the clicking. My my, I don't know why, but my USB thing sometimes does that. But um, oh, I think my, that's my athletes were just digging through my mini fridge. So sorry about that. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, yeah, I I think that that's what's made the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe so popular, and why everybody is so unbelievably ready for uh, the next Avengers movie. Like people are just t- pumped for the fact that like, oh my gosh, how how is this team going to overcome it? Um, I don't know. It makes it makes for a great story, and I think that God knows. You know, obviously God knows that, and that's. I think that's why He said, "Yeah, go ahead and turn around. It's okay because uh, th- what you're going to overcome is going to be phenomenal." Yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Well, I really appreciate you uh, coming on the podcast this week. Um, I know it's been you. You real. Yeah, been real good. Real interesting. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Um, I know you said you're a veteran of listening to the podcast, so the question is, what do you want to go out on? Hmm. Let's go out on redemption. Redemption? That's good. That's definitely a good thing to go out on. Now, if you are currently listening to this podcast while riding a freestyle bike and you're gonna um air out a quarter pipe oh my gosh clicking is getting so bad and you're gonna do a tail whip you're gonna have to do a one-handed tail whip let's get that hand in there so on the count of three and to get the clicking to stop redemption are you ready ready all right one two three redemption (laughs) 